Securities offered through Kester Investment Services, LLC, Kestra IS, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, Kestra AS, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Capital Advisory Group, Inc. is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. Neither Kestra IS nor Kestra AS provide legal or tax advice and are not certified public accounting firms. work hard for your money. For the next hour, you're going to learn how to keep what's yours. Capital Advisory Group presents Keep What's Yours. Here is Josh Gilbert and Jeff Zufall. Hello and welcome to Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufall. I'm Josh Gilbert sitting here with Jeff Zufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor with Capital Advisory Group. Hello, Jeff. Hi, happy Saturday. And hopefully everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Yes, had a uh, adventurous Black Friday. Yes. Today, Small <laughs> Business Saturday. That's right. So hopefully you're out in your car, you're going around to all the small businesses in town and showing them the love. That's right. And then, uh, I don't know, Cyber Monday, something Sunday. Yeah. You know, it's starting to get, you know, Giving Tuesday. Yeah, Giving Tuesday, that's giving right. Tuesday. Don't coming. spend everything. <laughs> Got to wait till Tuesday. Yeah, give some back. So we are here to talk taxes talk finances talk what's going on in the news and first and foremost jeff zufall is the senior tax strategist with capital advisory group he's also a wealth advisor so you are in the unique position jeff where you can look at uh, at our retirement what we've been saving give us advice on what to invest and in. say you've got oh josh you've Got another 30 years before you can retire. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> Just moved back up to 72 now. <laughs> yeah. I got another 30 years of this. Um, and then say, uh, let's do this, that, and the other. Let's get a little aggressive because you got mm-hmm. a lot of time to make it up if you know things go uh, sideways. But let's do this, and then I can talk to you maybe about another 10 years and say, hey, yes. <laughs> all those taxes that I've you know kind of – um, deferred, deferred and put off. You know, yes. I'm starting to wonder when I'm going to eventually have to pay those. If you've got an IRA that's tax deferred and you're looking at your account and you oh, I got a million dollars in my tax deferred IRA. Well, no. I, the IRS is your partner. Yeah. <laughs> you the, uh, There's a million dollars total. Yes. But some is yours and, and some, some is, is theirs. The IRS. Yes. It's up to us to determine how much they actually yes. get, though. Because if we take it out and we don't really have a strategic plan, we might be taking it out at a 24, 28, 35%. It's very possible. And paying the highest possible – because of the combination of income that you have coming in the door, you could be paying the highest possible rate. And if I was in a position where I could start, you know, let's say I found the dream home. Yeah. Okay. And I said, Jeff, I want to tap into my IRA. If I took out a big chunk of $100,000, $200,000 – to help pay, pay for this dream home. Oh, I'll kill you. It's going to kill me on taxes. <laughs> Seriously. You know? But the the question is, Jeff, I really want this is this is the house that my grandkids are going to visit me in. You know, maybe it maybe it works out. We have those conversations, we'll run the math on it and tell you if it what it looks like. Sometimes it's scary on on what the numbers really come out to be. If I pull out $200,000 on top of what me and my wife make, Oh. On a yearly basis, that that counts as income. It yes. On top of what we already make, exactly. So it could push us into three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars. Oh, and that what what's that tax bracket? You're probably every bit of uh, thirty um, as you go forward with state, federal. So and thirty percent, an extra uh, eight to six to eight percent of two hundred thousand dollars. You know that's twenty thirty. Oh yeah. 
thousand dollars. It's a bunch that you didn't have that to you, pay. Exactly that you did not have to. That you nominated yourself to pay yes. to the federal government. So the idea is have a plan in place when you're saving, and also have a plan in place when you go to start taking that money back yes. out again. Most definitely. Because you'll owe taxes on it. The only question is how much in taxes. Mm-hmm. And you want to keep that tax bill as low as possible. That is called tax strategy. That is what Jeff does, senior yes. tax strategist. Yes. <laughs> the more money you don't have to pay to the federal government in the form of taxes, the more money you get to keep in, in your, your pocket. own pocket. Yes. Hence the name of the book Jeff wrote, the name of the show that you're listening to right now, Keep What's Yours. How to leverage the new tax law to create unfair advantage over your competition. That's kind of the 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 colon. Yes. You know, uh, <laughs> A little long-winded, but. <laughs> the longest version of the book. But it says uh, create advantage over your competition. In this case, the competition is the federal government. Yes. And the tax code. Yes. And whatever we can do legally. Yes. Legally. Inside that yes. tax code, you know, we'd be fools not to. Mm-hmm. And uh, I always like to stress that the tax code is probably written for corporations and for rich people. There's a bunch of stuff in the tax code that doesn't even pertain to us oh, at all. Tons, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, charities and corporations exactly. and all that stuff. That doesn't pertain to me. But there's a little section that really – There's a, a, a good junk yeah, for us. This is for Josh yes. and people like him. Yes. And written in that section is actually beneficial things for us, mm-hmm. things that I can take advantage of. To save a little bit on yes. taxes. Yeah. And they'll do that. They'll say, look, Josh, you, you got a kid in school. You got to pay his tuition. Fine. Yeah. Why don't you save some money in an FSA? Jeff set it up for us. Jeff told me about it. <laughs> save some money in an FSA. We'll kick in. We'll let you keep that money. We won't let it be taxed. You can pay for school with tax-deferred money. And in effect, we are keeping 24% of $5,000. Exactly. And that year in, year out, year in, year out. That's twelve hundred bucks in my pocket that I wouldn't have unless I created this with Jeff's help. And he can do the same for you. Uh, Calling the office six, three, six, three, nine, four, five, five, two, four. That's how you get the ball rolling. Mm -hmm. Just give us a call and uh, say, I want an appointment. I want to come in. I want to do what Josh is doing or I want you to look (laughs) at my stuff. The Josh plan. Yeah. And tell me. (laughs) Trademark. Yeah. Does the Josh plan work for me or does is there an, a, a Joe plan? Yeah, or exactly. A Linda plan. Every, everybody's going to be different. There's very few people that are, you know, identically the same. Right. Um, so everybody's going to have a little bit different scenarios that, that are applied to their situation as you go forward. I mean, even if somebody has the exact same job that I do, their wife works at the same company that my wife, wife works at, but they have two kids instead exactly. of one. Changes it up. Changes yeah. everything. So give Jeff a call, 636-394-5524. Say, what can you do for me? Because regardless of who it is, there's probably always something. Or something. Even even little things that can be applied. Even little forward. things. I was yes. talking to my mom. Uh, I picked her up from the Eagles concert a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, they went to go see him and, you know, at intermission. You were the Uber driver? I was the Uber <laughs> driver. They ran out uh, in front of Enterprise Center, 14th and Clark, and I picked him up off the streets. Uh, But on the way home, we were talking and, you know, uh, she's got medical stuff. I said, what about, you know, a health savings account? And she goes, you know, I've heard of those. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, if you know you're going to be paying 5, 10, 15, 20 grand a year in medical, you know, what are some, I don't want to say chronic conditions, but uh, insulin. Yeah. 
You know, I mean, if you're diabetic. Diabetic, exactly. Uh, if you're a bit older, like my parents are, maybe they've got, you know, medications that they mm-hmm. know they're going to have Prescriptions, to pay for. yeah. So All that can, fun stuff. You can save into a, a health savings account. And, and, and again, the funny part is the HR departments don't explain this. But let's say that you, you're perfectly healthy until you retire and you're like, man, I got this HSA account sitting out there. What do I do with it? Um, the, the trigger point is don't do anything with it. Let it sit there. When you retire, you go on Medicare. If you need to pay uh, you know, Part B premiums, basically, you could take it right out of your HSA and pay it tax-free. Um, it's you, like a, a, any supplements, you it, could use that to pay it. So. Yeah, it's like a what? It's like an IRA, mm-hmm. but can only be spent on health care. Yes, back in the day, the option was to take your HSA and roll it into an IRA, but now the option is don't do that, leave it because of the benefit that that HSA has of a tax-free withdrawal, as long as it's used for medical expenses mm-hmm. or premiums or something of that effect. And then, if uh, my mom were to pass away. You know, I love you, mom, but I need I need an example. Uh, if someone's parents were to pass away and they still had money in that, uh, beneficiaries would inherit it. It's so yeah. it's just like an IRA, yeah. And they probably pay some taxes. On yes, it. yeah. So, so it's going to pass straight through. So wh- and she mentioned this the other day too. She goes, but what about those things that if I don't use it, I lose it? What's that? What What is that use it or lose it thing? So those are FSA, same thing you have, um, but it's done from you're doing it from a tuition. Uh, you can do it for health care. Um, you'd go in and, and you know what your tuition is going forward. Most people don't know what their health care costs are going to be, mm-hmm. but they'll say, oh, I'm going to spend $5,000 for health care. I, mean, I know I'm going to spend at least five grand. Yeah. So I can do a flex spending and know that I'm not going to use it or lose it. Exactly. Uh, but a misconception that people have, my own mother had it. Yeah. We're in the car and I'm thinking to myself, that doesn't that doesn't sound no. like what Jeff is telling me. H- HSAs, health savings accounts, go with you for life. Roll over they year roll after over year. year in, year out. Yeah. Um, and as long as you have the high deductible plan, you can contribute into them. Right. But the FSAs are a picket. You usually at open enrollment this time of the year. You pick what you're going to spend for next year. And if you don't use it, typically they'll roll over to March 15th of the next year. Mm-hmm. But it just depends upon the trustee. But, again, it's the scenario where you have to spend $5,000. So Yeah. And I remember my wife had something going on, and she was like, uh, do you need new glasses? And I said, yeah, yeah. in fact, I do. <laughs> and she goes, well, we need to use it from this account exactly, or else it's just going to disappear. Goes poof. Um, so I, they do exist. But here, listen up, everyone. Listen to my voice. <laughs> Those use it or lose it accounts exist. It's what I'm using for my son's tuition. I know yes. what it's going to be yeah. uh, the year before, so I know I'm not going to. I'm going to. Frankly, I'd like to save more of it, <laughs> um, but I know I'm not going to lose it because I'm definitely you're going definitely going to spend it. it. Yes, but those accounts exist. However, the HSAs, these health savings accounts, mm-hmm. listen to my voice. They roll over year over yes. year. And yep. then if, if you have all this in there and by the grace of God, you are healthy as an ox until the day That's you die, awesome. <laughs> it gets doled out to your beneficiaries just like your IRA would. Yep. They pay the taxes on it. Uh, hopefully it's in a, a trust and you can spread it out yes. over 10 years and all that <laughs> stuff. But Jeff can help you out with that. But just know that a health savings account itself is not one of these use it or lose it plans. Yes. Those exist, yeah. but go to Jeff and he'll set you up with the right exactly. ones. Exactly. 
So that is out there, and and that you know, I, I love myth busting. <laughs> like that, remember that show with those two yes. guys, the mythbusters. Oh, yeah. so that 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 there was a girl in there too. There's a girl, yeah. and then there was the young guy, yeah. and he was more the science guy. Uh-huh. Uh I, I remember they did. Can an old dog learn new tricks? And they got all these old dogs out, <laughs> and they figured out that's a myth. Yeah, you know, you can still teach a dog teach up them, until yeah. the day they die. Uh, let that be a lesson to all of us. Yes, most definitely. Um, but I love hearing myths. Like I'm in the car with my mom, and she thinks that that a health savings account is yeah. a use it or lose it, and it's like mm-hmm. no. Yes, and and you're not taking advantage of it because you're scared. Because the last thing Jeff I want to do is put money into an account and have that, it go poof. That you'd lose it and go behind and know what happened. So she's know. never started yeah. a health savings account because she thinks she might lose it at the end yeah, of the year. Exactly. And that's just not the case. Mm-hmm. So the whole point of this show, I think, is is education. Yeah. Well, that's primary. Yeah. That's primary. Uh, but the second, you know, that's one A. One yeah. B is now that you have some education, call Jeff. Yeah. Six three six three nine four five five two four over at Capital Advisory Group. Um, we're going to go to a commercial break. I-, I like starting the show off and just reminding everybody Jeff is here for them. He's a senior tax strategist, he's a wealth advisor. He can put both hands together to tell you how to accrue some money in retirement yes. and then how to actually uh, take, take it the out. distribution. Yeah. Take the distribution <laughs> without getting uh, punched in the gut yes. by by the IRS and the taxes. But we talk about stuff that's in the news, and frankly, inflation. Yeah. And, and frankly, we all just went out and speaking of punching people in the gut. <laughs> yesterday, we were punching that's each right. other inside the Walmart. That's right, chasing each other around Walmart, looking for a seven dollar toaster. <laughs> uh, you don't need that that waffle iron. Yeah, you're you never going to use it. You don't need it. And you just bludgeon someone <laughs> over it. Um, but we just spent a bunch of money probably yesterday. Mm-hmm. And we're looking at our credit card statements. And we've got some credit card statement news Yes, for you. Not specifically what's on your credit card statement, yeah. but the country. But in general. Yeah, yes. the country as a whole. Household debt, believe it or not, it's gone up. <laughs> we'll talk about it on the other side of this. It is Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor, with Capital Advisory Group, 636-394-5524. Give them a call. Leave a voicemail. Say, I need to have a chat. We've got to have a talk about this. I need you to look at my finances and see where can I be keeping more of my money. 636-394-5524. Household debt. It's up, believe it or not. We'll talk about it after this. Keep What's Yours continues with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Supal. Back on the Big 550 KTRS, keep what's yours with Jeff Zufall. I'm Josh Gilbert sitting here with Jeff Zufall, and it is the the weekend after Thanksgiving. Yes, everybody's so, stuffed. Stuffed, <laughs> and everybody's looking at their bank accounts and realizing, oh, my gosh, I bought too much stuff. Yes. I'm, I'm stuffed. I bought too much stuff. stuff. <laughs> but it's Small Business Saturday, so I need yes. to keep buying. That's right. Keep buying. <laughs> Support local. We are a, a local radio station. You are a local. Yes. Tax advisor with Capital Advisory Group. Um, so you're a local small business. We're a local small business. And uh, keep supporting us, please. Yes. <laughs> and then, you know, Giving Tuesday, let's not forget mm-hmm. uh, the charitable. Yeah, save a little bit of money for next week. Save some money for the charities. Cyber Monday, which, you know, I'm basically they've been offering deals for the last month. Yeah. <laughs> and what the heck is Cyber Monday if yeah. 
Well, hopefully know. they get better. <laughs> right. If last week was, you know, the all greatest. The yeah. So our bank accounts probably don't look too hot right now. No. <laughs> but maybe we're done shopping for Christmas. Yeah. I don't know. Hopefully it's all done. But you've got some news on household debt and it ain't good. Yes. So this kind of takes us down this path, um, a weird path. But it's saying that the household debt soared to its fastest pace in 15 years due to credit card use. That's basically it. And this is coming from the Federal Reserve. So on top of Black Friday, everything that's taken place, they're saying that the credit card balances collectively rose more than 15% from the same period in 2021. And it's the largest annual jump um, in almost 20 years. And this is the New York Fed saying this in their report that they released. So um, credit card debt is up 15%. Yes. But inflation has been running – what are the latest numbers uh, on We were 8.3. Mm-hmm. We're currently 7.7. 7. So and, and what it, was the highest? Uh, 8.4, I think, or 8.5 so was the highest. inflation is running 7 to 9%, yes. why is our credit card debt up 15%? That's the question of the day. So, again, uh, the inflation side of it, the question is this is it's, you know, there's some people out there saying, hey, that's, you know, it's tamed, it's under control, we're on the downswing now. Um, And there's others out there going, eh, don't get too excited just yet. Federal Reserve, again, will raise rates again. First week of December, um, they're typically going to be a half a percent. But what they're saying this decrease from 8.3 to 7.7 is, is, and all administrations do it, prior to an election, they tap the strategic reserve, oil reserves. Mm Mm-hmm. And what that does is bring down the actual cost of fuel. And then as soon as the election's over, they flip the switch, turn it off. Yeah, we don't we need – you guys there. already voted. Yeah, so you voted. We know where you're at. We're going to stop giving yeah. you gifts. So what they're saying is we may see inflation tick back up. Because um, gas prices are yeah, back because gas prices are part of the equation. So Now, well, let me ask you this. In this inflation number, 7.7, is that the, the economy as a whole? Yes. Um, so well, that includes stuff we buy from the grocery store, yes. stuff we buy from Target, cars, boats, mm-hmm. gasoline. So the, the inflation that we see or the numbers that we see from the Federal Reserve is X, food and oil. So they take food out and they take oil out. Oh, they do. Oh. To do this. this, And I say it's, it's probably not the way to explain it, but it's a skewed number. And right. what they're trying to do so is so what's left, <laughs> everything else. <laughs> I mean, I, let me look at my my bank account. All I'm doing is buying groceries and gas. Exactly. So the funny part, though, is there is, and we always thought back in the day that this guy was somebody hiding in his mom's basement, you know, um, and it's called shadow stats. And this guy, literally, for the last I think twelve years, has actually given people around the country geographically set up a, a list of items to buy on the same day. Same afternoon, and then he compiles all his data together. So real world, real world numbers. He's boots on the ground. He's more bought. like eighteen point eight is where he's at. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's where so that's, that's what I was getting at. So yeah. real world. If they take food and gas out of the inflation equation, yes. Uh, I'm questioning what's left. Well, that's, um, that's, but, that's but what are we actually buying? Food and gas. So what's the real? Inflation. So if credit card debt is up 15%, inflation is only up 8%. Hypothetically from the feds, it's 7.7. 7, but the shadow stat saying, hey, it's more like 18.8. Yeah. 8. So if you take food out of the equation, but this guy is actually putting it back, back in, in the what full... does my Captain Crunch cost me on November um, 30th, 
last year versus November 30th this year. Well, basically, if it was a you know 80 cents last year, it's a dollar this year or 97 cents this year. And that's 20, yeah, that's yeah. 20%. <laughs> About 20%. So that's the real stat. So yes. when the credit card is up 15, credit card debt's up 15%, that's because people are actually buying groceries. Exactly. So remember, our, our economy is based upon consumption. It literally, every every factor that's set out there, um, the savings rates are, are probably negative, <laughs> mm-hmm. be honest with you. But everything is on consumption I mean, of I, a yeah. product. I've period. seen my savings accounts yes. go way down. Way down. Exactly. Just so, trying to keep up. So that's the concern. The concern is, is after 2008, um, we saw the rise up to 2008, you saw where the you know debt was still higher. And then all of a sudden, once 08 hit and everybody realized, wow, this can really happen, people paid off their debt and basically it dropped. And it's reversing that course and it's due to inflation. So the question is, is, you know, an increase in the balances, are we going to see an increase in delinquencies? And then that's kind of what they start to set the, the tone going forward Uh-oh, for yeah, a recession. Yeah, Pain, it, well, yeah. you missed a credit card payment. Exactly. Because you couldn't make it. Exactly. Well, let me ask you this, you know, and, and far be it for me to question the Fed. Um, but these numbers, these inflation numbers aren't true. They're Technically they're not. real. They, yeah. they should come out every month and say the inflation number is this, the Food inflation number, <laughs> the grocery store inflation number is this. They do, but they'll and the it, gasoline number. It's a deep report; takes a lot of reading to find it. But it will give you, you know, new cars, used cars, yeah. um, food, you know, gas. It gives you a breakdown on everything. And then what they're doing is they're adding that together. What they're trying to do hypothetically is take the peaks and the valleys out of inflation. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day. You know, yeah, could, the, again, the question is, what am I actually spending my money on? Yeah. Food and gas. Food and gas. That's it. That's it. I'm not buying, yeah. you know, well, and that's, and, and pillows. So, and, yeah. Well, that's that's kind of where we, we sit today. And the question is, again, the economy, corporate profits are through the roof still. And I say through the roof. They're, they're better than expected. But unemployment is running at like 3.4, I think, is the still latest. Still really low. Super low. Um, but again, then you, the question is, is okay, not to say that we're in a new era and it's different this time by no means. Um, they're, they're the same. But the question is, is who's really being reported in this unemployment? It's 3.4%, but the IRS has also come out, and I think we've talked about this in the past, they've come out in the last two years and said more people have created tax ID numbers with the IRS, which means that they're creating their own little corporations um, and going out on their own. So the question is, are they really being included in this 3.4% unemployment right. or are they now not existing? They started their own businesses yes. and, and now they're not on unemployment. Exactly. Account. And they can't claim unemployment because they're self-employed. Right. So, Well, that's that's kind of the, the headline here. Household debt is uh, Starting higher. to escalate quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, our credit card bill uh, is up 15%. Our credit card debt is up 15%. Over now, last year. The good, the good news, if there is, is uh, it's saying that the, the total auto loans were, were higher, but the total student loan debt nudged lower. And you go, huh. Wow. <laughs> so it's, uh, basically the student loan debt is the lowest since the second quarter of 2021. Okay, what um, does that mean? 
Are people paying off their loans or are the universities not charging as much? Um, I think it's kind of a combination on a bunch of stuff. And a lot of people are sitting and waiting seeing to try to see what was going to take place with this loan forgiveness, which apparently is well, it's frozen as of dead. now. I'd say it's dead on arrival. Yeah. Um, they shut down all the websites. Um, and it's just, you know, kind of funny how after the election, five days after the election, you all of a sudden out, they yeah. go, Oh, sorry. We can't hey, do that. Hey, isn't that great? <laughs> they promise us something to get us to vote them into exactly. office. And, and then, then five days after the exactly. election, we they're hear, like, oh, sorry. You know, the, the Supreme Court said that yeah. we can't do that. But nobody nobody seems to be fighting to say, hey, no, we're going to do that. Right. You know what? And then they just shut down the website. So remember when I told you I was going to get you. <laughs> it's not, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I already voted for you. Yeah, yeah that's the hardest part. Yeah. Well, <laughs> The problem is how much money did they spend to have somebody build a website oh, on yeah. student oh. loan forgiveness or forbearance, and then they just flip the switch and turn it off and go, oops, sorry, we don't and, need and this. And like, you know, to say it's all a sham, you know, I'm not going to get into that. Nah, that, nah, that could get but, political yes. and all that stuff, and we don't do that here. Yeah. But uh, to think that to try to get our votes, they spend our money yes. to try to get oh, yeah. our votes, <laughs> and then when it comes rubber to road, mm-hmm. they never come through. Yeah, uh, it sounds like a politician to me. Yes, true <laughs> and true. <laughs> wow, that's that sounds just like a politician. Yes. So. Um, all right. Well, let's let's just take another uh, run at this. Household debt is is up. Credit card debt. Is at fifteen percent. Regular inflation is at seven and a half percent, but seven point seven. Seven point seven. But what's the difference here? What, what are we? Well, the, the the skewed numbers from the Federal Reserve says it's seven point seven. The reality of it is the true numbers. And again, we're we're using this guy's data, which is called Shadow Stats. Mm-hmm. Um, he's eighteen eight. So, so the real, the real, real that's real out of pocket grocery store. Yeah. Me buying you, the things that I need. Yep. You go to the grocery store this afternoon, and that's, that's and it's what going to cost really, you yeah. more than what it, way more than what it did, you know, a year ago. All right. That's what we. That's those are the numbers we actually need yes, to look at because that's that's what costs money on a daily basis going forward. All right. What does my money really get me, and how much more am I paying on stuff? In reality versus what the Fed is saying, you know, that's really that's really what I want to know. Yeah. So, you know, maybe these shadow stats, maybe we can mention those a little bit more often here on the yes, show. We will. That's that's the real cost of money uh, and the real cost of goods and services these days. We'll go to commercial break. But when we come back, layoffs. Yes. Is this the start of our true recession? Amazon, Meta, mm-hmm. uh, Twitter, yes, <laughs> all laid a bunch of people off, but that's just in one industry. We'll see if it's going to be a domino effect. The IRS is making strides in getting people's tax returns actually returned. <laughs> a returned, exactly. That's a good good way to phrase it. We'll yeah. touch on that as well. And here's just a tip. We'll, we'll get into this uh, a little bit more. But if you need to talk to the IRS, do not write them a letter. No. That, that is the last <laughs> thing they need. Uh, yes. They're drowning in paperwork right now, and they've just put out uh, another reminder to people, don't send us a letter. Yes. There's other ways to contact the IRS if you need an update on your return. We'll go to commercial break. It's Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufall. He's the Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor with Capital Advisory Group. And, Jeff, let me ask you this just really quickly while we're on the topic. I have come – 
to see you to do my taxes in April. Uh, we chatted again over the summer. We're chatting again uh, here shortly because of open enrollment and, and trying to get my wife set up for 2023. Have people come in to see you within the past year and said, inflation is killing me. And you guys have made adjustments based off inflation. Yes. Um, we've and, and where we see it is we see people coming in and they're like, hey, I need $500 more a month. I need oh, I'm on a fixed income. Yeah. But that's where we're seeing number it. And the fixed number is not cutting it. Ain't going to make it yeah. anymore. So we're seeing the people that are on you know regular monthly income that we send to them are asking for more. Yeah. And they're and they're typically the people that, that don't ask. You know, they're not they're not squandering their their money, but they're like, hey, it's getting tighter and tighter as we go forward, and that's inflation. Has anyone ever said, look, all right, set me up to you know cross my fingers, hope. Hope I live to 90. Set me up until 90. And then they actually live to be 98. Yeah. So I mean, do they run out of money? Well, hypothetically, that's what you're preventing. So even if somebody says, I'm going to retire, I'll never retire, I'll die at my desk, we're shooting for 95 minimum. 95 minimum. Yes. With then, everyone. With everybody. You don't base it off family history. Well, <laughs> no, because the, the one that you say, oh, okay, you only make it to 70. Lives to 105. Yeah, um, because again, and they're they're working at Walmart. <laughs> yeah, and the and the, the, so the problem is is in the past, typically, uh, look at medical. Uh, I'll say uh, scenarios today, from a medical aspect. Ten years ago, there's stuff that they could fix, cure, prolong um, that you would have today that you didn't have ten years ago. So even 10, 15, 20 years in the future, what's you know what's it look like? I mean, I, um, I tell my wife all the time, um, you know, medical breakthroughs being what they are, we're going to live to be 120. Exactly. And we're going to look like we're 100. Exactly. And that's, <laughs> I mean, you know, 120 is the, you know, 35. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, but that's what you got to worry about. So when we start to project this out, it's not that you will spend your last dollar the day that you turn 95. By no means. There's still money there. And I've had clients say, well, I don't want to leave all that money there. And we're, it's not designed yeah. to leave can't, it to the can't kids. Can't take it with you. We're spending it or making sure that you get to spend it if you live past 95. Yeah. Heaven forbid you get a, a terrible diagnosis, then drain the account. Yeah. Then different story. But yeah. you always have to keep that money sitting there. So just in you case. shoot for 95. And in and, and the planning aspect, maybe in the next 10, 15 years, it may go to 100. Yeah. But most of the software says everybody kicks a bucket at 95. Uh, I've always heard that, uh, you know, there's two sides to this coin. They say that uh, there's things that you can do to your body to keep you going, but sometimes your brain is just not exactly. built to last yeah, last that long. plus yeah. years. And then I've heard other people say, well, your brain's fine, but your body just breaks mm -hmm. down. We need to come up with something to keep yeah, both happy of them medium. Yeah, <laughs> going and exercise in yeah. both of them and make sure that we, we when we're 120, we feel – Exactly. You know, uh, you know, like you said, uh, yeah. 100 is the new 70. Exactly. But what Jeff is in charge of is to make sure not that you're fit and, and able to, to still get out and ski when you're 103. <laughs> skydive. Skydive. <laughs> it's to make sure that you have the money, money. Yes. to do it. Yes. To so do. give him a call. Senior tax strategist and wealth advisor with Capital Advisor. I'll CapitalAdvisoryGRP.com. Capital Advisory Group. I was about to uh, go on and say, um, I'm going to call my wife on my way home and tell her, honey, we're going to live to 95. <laughs> and then after that, we're going to be greeters at Walmart. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but with Jeff's help, 
we won't have to worry about that. We'll six you three, from doing it. Yeah, 636-394-5524. Give him a call. Have him take a look at your uh, uh, two years of tax returns. Yes. You, a couple of paycheck stubs. Yes. And uh, then 401k, any uh, investment statements that you have, that's you can what we need to bring. Kind of eyeball it. And, yeah. you know, in 10, 15, 20 minutes, you can get a pretty decent idea of where they're sitting yeah. and just say, look, there's a couple of things that we can do, you know, yeah. and, and, and just start exploring that way. Got to know a little background information on your situation, but you bring that to him and he can just kind of take a look at it and say, well, number one, your your withholdings are too low. Exactly. You know, you, you had to pay a bunch of taxes this year because you weren't having enough taken out. Um, we stumbled on a one uh, last year that had no state withholding at all no. on their W-2. How that got through, I don't know. Um, like the I state thought that shouldn't the, let you submit No, they, that. they shouldn't, but yeah. somehow there was an oopsie um, and it went through. No state withholding at all. So, so that they, was a big tax bill. They had a huge tax bill to the state, and it was like, wait a minute, where'd that come from? That's impossible. Um, and it's like, well, look, here's your W-2, and there's nothing there. Yeah. So we never heard back whether or not the employer oopsied and really withheld it but didn't put it on their W-2. Um, but they can't go to the to the state and say, oh, my, my employer messed up. <laughs> no, there's nothing you can say. State's uh, going to say, hey, you owe us I don't tax. have to pay this, right? Yeah. yeah. State's going right. to say, and if you didn't pay it on time, you owe penalties and interest just because it wasn't paid. Oh, boy. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the thing. Make sure on every paycheck that you get, it's not just something on April 15th yeah. that you have to wear. Every paycheck you get, take a look at it and just say, am I having enough? Yeah. With help. And if you get halfway through the year and you see zero for a state withholding or zero for a federal withholding, that's a problem. That's an issue. <laughs> but, you know, your paychecks yeah. are going to be lower for the Ex- rest of the year, but yeah. you could probably play catch up. <laughs> exactly. So that you don't have any penalties and yeah. you don't have a big tax bill waiting for you. All right. Go to commercial break. When we come back, is greedflation a thing? Where are the layoffs coming? Are we about to hit a true recession? The current recession doesn't look like a normal recession. No, not even close. But we'll take a look. Is there a true recession on the horizon? And the IRS actually, believe it or not, making strides to get your tax returns back to you from 2021? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that seems like a distant memory. It does. Keep what's yours with Jeff Zufall. 636-394-5524. Call him today. Get an appointment on the schedule and go to the appointment and show him what your situation currently is and and he can almost guaranteed find you a little place where you can keep a little bit more of your money we'll be back right after this keep what yours continues with josh gilbert and jeff Supal. Big 550 KTRS, keep what's yours with Jeff Zufall. If you want to go out to the capitaladvisorygrp.com website, you can push a button at the top. It's at the top of... Yes, top right side. Top right side. It says, give me my book or, or get the free book. Free book. Or, hey, we'll book sh- <laughs> me now. Yeah, we'll ship you one. <laughs> Send it to your house and you can start thumbing, thumbing through it. I have it in front of me right now. And I've already thumbed through it and I've already earmarked um, a couple of pages because not only in here is it stuff that pertains to me, but you specialize in small businesses. Yes. Yes. So if anyone needs a an account, well, would you call yourself an accountant? Technically, yes. We do bookkeeping, um, QuickBooks, payroll, all that fun stuff too. Yeah. Um, so yes, if you have a small business, we can help you out with that. Um, we can help you out with the, the day-to-day profit loss scenarios. 
Um, if anybody is working on QuickBooks themselves, we can kind of we'll look over your shoulder. Yeah. Um, so we have a whole team um, that can help you with that. I don't actively engage in that. Sure. Um, just we but have under one roof. Yeah. You got everybody there. Yes. You mentioned just a second ago that we are heading into an unknown where it does look like we might see the real effects of a true recession. Currently, a recession is what? So the, the the technical term is two consecutive quarters of negative gross domestic product. So it's a negative GDP number. Which, two quarters in a row. Which first and second quarter, we hit that. Mm-hmm. Um, no sweat. The problem is, is, again, the environment that we're sitting in today is we still have, I'll call it, very profitable corporations and low unemployment. So in a normal recession, not to say that every recession runs the same, but normally when we hit a recession, we should expect to see corporate profits come down, come down, and, and, and then they start laying people exactly. off. And they start laying people off. So unemployment comes up, corporate profits come down. So our problem is all this year, we corporate still have profits are way up the roof. and people can't find enough people yeah. to work. And so it's a 3.4% unemployment rate. So then the question comes back is, who is really calculated in that 3.4? Um, and, and the problem what will take place is as the Fed raises rates, what they're really trying to do is they're not trying to kill the market. They could, I mean, that's this, the, the side product or byproduct of this, is they're trying to slow the economy down. They're tightening up cash. Stop borrowing money. Yes. And so what takes place is then people will, will kind of slowly back off on, because on, again, our, our economy is built on consumption. So the theory is, is they will squeeze the, the consumer enough that the consumer will quit buying. Yeah. And in turn, that will bring down corporate profits. Keep buying, maybe. but maybe stop buying so much. Yes. <laughs> you know, we don't want to, to throw the brakes on yeah. the economy. I'm thinking of like a train pulling that lever and everybody's well, luggage goes flying yeah. forward. Well, that's what, you, that's what you hear, a soft landing or a hard landing. Yeah. And that means how well does the Federal Reserve pull this off? And that's to be determined. <laughs> yeah. So um, there's, like I said, there's another rate hike coming in December, mm-hmm. first week of December, which is to, you know, what, a week away, um, week and a half away. Um, so the odds are it's a, a half a point increase. And then hypothetically, the, the, the Fed is data dependent. So they will stop. They will pause, if you want to call it that, to kind of see what damage they did or didn't do. Um, consensus is is probably March, April of next year, 23, they will go, oops, we didn't do enough, and they start raising rates again. And then there's another set that's saying, no, they've already done enough. It just needs to take effect. And so that they would decrease rates going into the first quarter of next year, which will spark the economy and get it back on track again. question is we don't know who's wrong or right. Right. <laughs> Well, uh, while we're talking about what a real recession looks like, unemployment going up, that's one of the things that uh, that you can see in a real recession. And we're starting to see that at least in one field. We're, tech, seeing, it, we're seeing it in two fields. Two fields. Tech, tech and homes. So, oh, okay. So the, so the, the, the refinancing, loan, yeah, the, the loan, loan brokers, yeah. um, those guys are falling. I mean, the, by, by the tens of thousands. Because the rates are so high, people aren't refinancing. Nobody's refinancing. Very few people are buying. But again, you got to step back for a minute and look and say, okay, rates are I'm, I'm 
price, six and a half today. Well, the, the gal that refinanced, you know, my house and our condo down in Gulf Shores just put a pool in. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, so she might want to kind of hold off on her spending yes, for yes. a second. Yes, just a little, just to see what takes. The place. last two years was, you know, but, gangbusters, yeah. but now she needs to kind of probably slow down. Her pennies. Probably just a bit because it will just interest rates alone will start to slow that side down. A lot of the real estate agents in the Midwest aren't seeing a. They're seeing a little decline, but they're not panic stricken yet, um, because again. Anybody else, anybody under probably the age of uh, 40 um, has never seen a interest rate higher than, say, 5%. Oh, my God. Um, Jeff, if you asked me to pay a 5% interest rate, you'd be like, are you kidding me? So again, No, no, I'm used to paying two and a half. Exactly. <laughs> so anybody that's newer into the housing arena is looking at this stuff going, hey, I got two, two and a quarter, two and a half max. And now they're being asked to pay six, six and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a whole other element out there Parents who pay paid 15. Exactly. 14, 15, 16 yeah. percent. And that's coming from the late 80s when interest rates were 16, 17 percent. And tell, and tell me this. I mean, you know, you're a wealth advisor. You're a senior tax strategist. You kind of have an idea of, of budgeting for people's lives. Even if the interest rate is six percent, it might be better to still buy yes. the house yes. rather than, than rent, rent. Yeah. an apartment and just so, throw the money away. Exactly. So that's a question. We see see that question all the time is, oh, I'm going to wait a little bit. You go, eh, you're probably still better off buying. You're not doing as good as you yeah. would have. Exactly. Maybe the house isn't as big as it would have been. Exactly. But it's still yeah. a better idea than to yeah. throw your money away rent. with rent. Yeah. And so you're starting to see the, the weird part, though, is you're starting to see, at least around us, Starting to see a lot of uh, apartment complexes being built. I, yes. And you scratch your head and you go, oh, what's Chesterfield going on here? Chesterfield Valley. Yes. Like everywhere you turn, town. there's another yeah. apartment complex going exactly. on. So you go, huh. And I think even they announced last week. Here in Westport. Right here, they're going to start doing apartment stuff. Apartment buildings yeah. are going to go up. So you go, okay, uh, you know, what? where are they going? But I think the, the, the what they're heading into is when you go into a true deep recession, um, a lot of people will rent versus buy. So the rents could be pushed up a little bit higher and go from there. So, hmm. um, but again, That'd so be a good time to be a landlord. Yes. So what? So what you see though is you see the housing market starting to, to I'll say slow a tiny bit. You're seeing the inspectors, the uh, appraisers, people like that are saying, "Hey, my my business is drying up." Um, so yes, there's an issue there. And then the flip side is tech. Tech right now is just out of favor. Um, I'll say all but Twitter. <laughs> Twitter, if you watch anything, it just it is weird. Yeah, um, he fired everybody, and then and he hired half back. Came and, back and said, "Woo, yeah, we and need you back." And, and then like, somebody says something about him on Twitter. He fires him. He again. fires him again. Exactly. So that's a little bizarre. But like Meta, Facebook laid off a ton of people. Amazon laid off not the warehouse people, but the actual executives. And they laid off ten thousand people, yes. and that was still only like uh, an oh, eighth of their workforce. Yes. So they originally announced that it was just a hiring freeze is what they said. That was uh, two, three weeks ago. And then they came along and said, oh, nope, we're laying off all these people. And so from what I read, it was it was the, the engineers that made Alexa better. It mm-hmm. was the people in the C-suites. It yeah. was people, um, you know, in the corporate offices, yeah. not uh, the guy that's putting our – you know, well, this one will really moisturizer in a box and sending it out the door. Yeah. This one is the funny one is going into the holiday season. Um, FedEx laid a bunch of people off. That's that's and a you terrible just scratch idea. your head and go, what? 
Now, is it people that, you know, I mean, so this, this, I'll say hybrid work um, environment, um, it, it might be twisting a little bit or turning a little bit to where it's going to be back a lot. The, the companies want people to show back up in the office. Mm-hmm. A lot of the employees are fighting saying, hey, I work from home. I can still do. I'm way more productive, et cetera. Um, but that's kind of that FedEx thing is that's kind of the people that they were they were letting go. So again, you go, you know, they go into the holiday season. That's when they start hiring people like there's no tomorrow, um, but they're laying people off. So I wonder if um, through the pandemic, companies and corporations, we haven't seen huge. I mean, we still see people begging. I We need oh, people. Yeah. But I wonder if they're realizing, oh, my gosh, you know, this this pandemic and people working from home versus in the we realized Maybe we don't need as many people as we thought we did. That's what Meta or Facebook said. They, they said that they yeah. really – we don't need these people. We've realized that we can function without them. Yeah. And they were all working from home. And they're, they were, they're all wearing their virtual reality yes. hats yeah. and, and <laughs> you know playing online while yeah. they're supposed to be working. Maybe yeah. we just didn't need them to begin with. That's what they say. So, I mean – I mean, but Jeff, in the grand scheme of things, Twitter lays off half of its staff. Yeah. Uh, Meta has a big dump of employees, mm-hmm. 10,000 people going away from Amazon. Is that something we need to be worried about or are these companies just pretty bloated? Uh, the, the theory is those companies are bloated. But again, uh, where are 10,000 former Amazon employees going to go? go? Exactly. That's the question of the day. Um, some of them will go create their own side gigs um, and start doing something like that. But the others will just have to go find a job. But the theory is, is oh, you could go job, find a job anywhere. But yet, when you really get down to it, maybe not. I mean, that's yeah. the question. Well, I mean, it is the holiday season, so maybe that uh, that chief engineer at Amazon can go work in the warehouse. Uh, they, yeah, they I can mean, they drive could. an Amazon truck. That's right. You've yeah. seen more and more Amazon trucks running up and down your street. I tell uh, you, if Mr. <laughs> Dorsey ever said, "Josh, you're fired," I'd, I'd invest in one of those Amazon trucks. That's right. And just drive around, drive around, and listen to talk radio. <laughs> Uh, and throwing your packages out the window. Yeah. Uh, wonder what might have been. Uh, so we've got inflation. Is it manufactured inflation? Is it greedflation? We can't really answer that. Not yet. We will be able to see that going forward. I mean, there's two camps of thought. One says that this is, you know, a corporate, you know, grab and they're just going to you know, get I, us. I mean, I hate to keep pointing out Procter & Gamble, but mm-hmm. they said, we've noticed that our customers don't mind paying higher prices, so we're going to raise them again. Um, there is a, how would you say it? There is a uh, amount that you will pay for every good or service. And at some point in time, you'll say, nope, I'm done. Yeah. And you walk away. And and they seem to be kind they're, of pushing. They're testing the, that yeah. threshold. But again, if you're, if you're the widget manufacturer and you saw your supply chain issues in the past two years um, and you saw it go up by 30 cents or 40 cents percent, 30 or 40 cents per, per widget. widget, you're going to raise your prices by 10. And that's basically what the Federal Reserve is trying to fight today is they're late to the game. All the corporations had a two-year jump on them yeah. because they kept raising rates. So, so it's it's like uh, it's 30 cents more per widget, but now you're charging me, the customer, exactly. 80 cents exactly. more per widget. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, a, there's, there, but a, there's a difference a, there. There's a difference, but there's a price point out there where people will uh, refuse to pay it, period. Um, I don't you, think we've hit that yet. No, we haven't. Uh, Starbucks coffee. There's, oh a, there's a point out there where uh, you go, am I going to pay seven bucks for a cup of coffee when I could go buy a whole bag of it? You know, well, It's like you go to New York <laughs> and Chicago and say 
12 bucks for a pack of cigarettes? Exactly. People are yeah. paying and it. They're paying it though. So if and, and so if they raise it to 13 but they lose x percent, they're still making their margins. Yeah. So so I, will we be able to look back 10 years from now and say, well, we'll was probably, this a manufactured inflation yes, event? probably a couple of years and be able to look at that and, and say, hey, look at this, what took place. Yeah. Um, kind of a study in human nature. Look, I'm not <laughs> going to call out the burrito place, but my yeah. burrito <laughs> was smaller than normal yes. and it cost three bucks more. more. Yes. And I didn't even, I, they made me order it online. I yeah. couldn't even order it at the counter. Yeah. They were like, don't even come in here until you <laughs> order online. So I'm just wondering, where's all the money going? Yes. I went into, uh, was that McDonald's in Ellisville? First time in a long time I went inside. And you can't talk to anybody. Oh, they got the kiosk. It's a kiosk. The touch So screen. I was like, huh? I'm like looking around. They've got, I've noticed, they've got one computer open. And, but the person's not standing They're there. Not but there. if I stand there long enough, they'll finally come over and go, and, did you not see the kiosk? Yeah, what do you want? Yeah, and I'll say, <laughs> no, I, w- I want to order from you. And they'll say, fine. Yeah. They'll put their hat back on. I, I watched a couple of people and I watched them order and I was like, oh, that's what I'm supposed to do. So yeah. my age is showing there. <laughs> no, I got used to it because they have one of those up at the airport uh, mm-hmm. at the Burger King. So I was yeah. like, you know, I'm going to skip the line. I'm just going to yeah. punch it in. <laughs> uh, but anyway, we'll we'll find out a couple of years from now. and yeah. Maybe we'll still be on the year a couple of years Hopefully. from now. And we can break it all down for you. But the real truth of the matter is here's here's the, the minutes of the show. Household debt is up. Way up. Credit card yes. debt is up. Yes. Your inflation is running at 7.7% right mm-hmm. now, but credit card debt is up 15%. 15. What's going on there? Yeah. Well, the price of goods is really the the true is probably 18.8. If you I go mean, in and look at your grocery bill compared to last year, you're oh, probably yeah. looking at 18% Easy. more, but Easy. the the Fed doesn't necessarily put that into that. They tried to uh, discount our those inflation numbers. They don't count <laughs> groceries and gas, which is actually the only thing I'm spending money on. Yeah, these days. which is the which is cost you the most. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, these are the things that are going on in the world today. And if you need help with your own personal finances, to say you know I don't have as much free money to spend, maybe I can save some money on taxes. Yes, exactly. Give it's Jeff the easy a one. It's a, yeah, it's the <laughs> one that's hanging out there right now that you can do. Yes. Automatic. You don't and have to get a second job. And it's coming around the corner, yeah. too. My second job is saving money on my tax bill. <laughs> 636-394-5524. CapitalAdvisoryGRP.com. October was, was financial planning month, but every month should be financial planning yes. month. Uh, so you didn't miss out. Mm-hmm. You can start planning for 2023 now and have Jeff kind of hold your hand and walk you through it. It's a ongoing conversation. Yes, week in, week out. It's not April 15th. It's not even every time you get a – I say every time you get a paycheck, you need to reevaluate what's yes. going on. Just look, look at it. Look at the stub. Yep. But it is an everyday thing, especially when we see how much things actually cost at the mm-hmm. pump and at the grocery stores. Oh, yeah. So keep an eye on it and make sure that if you need help, you give Jeff Zufall a call. 636-394-5524. Capital Advisory Group, capitaladvisorygrp.com. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you. See you next week. You've been listening to Keep What's Yours with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Sufal, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Manager at Capital Advisory Group. To learn more, call 636-394-5524 or visit capitaladvisorygrp.com.